Hey, hey, this is the after show. After <laughs> show. All right, this is Ashley Graham, and you are at the Pretty Big Deal After Show. And here is my beautiful, wonderful face of perfection. Darcy Linda. That's what they call me on the street. Hey! Hey! That's an inside joke between Darcelle, the face of perfection, because she calls her face perfection all the time, Yeah, which I love. Um, Thank you so much for all your questions on the Anchor app. And I just want to remind you guys, for everyone who sent in questions, we are giving away three of my books, A New Model. So make sure you keep on sending in your questions, because we like answering them. Hello. Yeah. So... Let's get started. We're ready. I like banging on the table. It's I kind know. of aggressive. You're like Jeez. a drummer or something. I don't know what's happening. All right. I'm going to be answering some of the Anchor questions. So make sure you go and download the Anchor app and leave us a voice message. You might even be able to hear your voice in the after show. And if you didn't do it this week, you can do it next week. And then there's a next week after that. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Should we start listening to some of these questions? Yes. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Claudia is first. Hi, Ashley. My name is Claudia, and I'm going to start saying that I love you, and I'm sorry if my English is terrible because I'm actually Brazilian. That's perfect. Anyway, (laughs) I wanted some tips on, like, dating because I'm 18. I never really dated anyone, and I feel like I have high expectations or something because I have, like, clear vision of what I want, but I just see my friends dating these guys that treat them like trash, and I feel like I'm never going to find someone that is actually nice. Do you feel like it's a bad thing to just have, like, standards or something? First of all, Claudia, hello. Your English is amazing. You don't, It doesn't even sound like she had an accent. No, like, barely. I have more of an accent. Hello. She's from Miami. <laughs> yes, 305. Um, but standards, high standards are awesome to have, and you should have them, and there's nothing wrong with them. And even something that I did was I wrote down a list of, of things that I wanted in in my partner and my husband, and um, and it started off with like things that I was like not going to budge on. I called them my non negotiables, mm-hmm. and I had about five non negotiables. And then I wrote in some other stuff that would I knew would make me happy. Um, and the next thing you know, I you met, met your husband. No, it, no, I swear to God, it was <laughs> the weirdest thing because I had people telling me to write down like what You're did like, I yeah, want whatever. in a man, and I'm like okay, and mm-hmm. I did it, and boom, and. Funny enough, my mom did the exact same thing. She's been single for the last five years. She just got on Bumble, and, and this was like happened. Memorial Day weekend. She got on Bumble, right? She's been on so many dates, I can't even keep up. Putting like mom's it's, business. No, it's all sorry, good. mom. <laughs> but like, she literally has dated so many people. She went on a road trip, and you know, Bumble is kind of like by the region. It's, oh yeah, it's not worldwide. Yeah. So like, and it's every, like classy Tinder. It's yeah, classy Tinder. I know, I it, and the woman it. has the full control. Yes. This sounds like a Bumble ad. This is not a Bumble ad, but <laughs> how, however. So she was dating all these like random guys and mm-hmm. she was like, oh no, it's time for me to make a list. Because I told her about my right. list. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when she wrote the list. Now look. She met a guy recently. That she's very into. Who also had very, a list. Oh. He had a what list. What is this? And on his list, this is the funniest thing because he sent her a picture of the list. And of course, she sent me a picture of the list. One of the things, he said long hair, but he crossed it out and put loyalty. Exactly. Because loyalty trumps long hair. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have both, so it's fine. He clearly dated a woman who had long hair and no loyalty. He's like, oh! 
Oh, I didn't get it until yeah. right now. So great. So shout out to the new boo that doesn't care if you have long hair or not, but needs some loyalty. Yeah. So Claudia, Perfect. just remember standards are okay. And know your worth. Like, yes. yes. You're yeah. not. No, no, no. But You're you not don't make n- lists. Dating. I don't make lists, but I know that I am um, the best thing ever. So we don't lower our standards. Like we, d- no. And I also have an incredible father and that's. Yeah, that's like what I've always seen. Yeah, well, you're lucky to be an incredible father. Hi, Ashley Graham. This is Lorena from California. I was wondering if you being a Christian was ever an issue for you. Um, maybe when doing some gigs, some modeling covers, has that ever been a problem to the industry? And I also want to say that I love your podcast and it's been nothing but motivation. Thanks, Lorena. Um you know, it's a good question to ask because I think that sometimes people get confused and they're like, oh, you say you're a Christian and then like you're going to be naked and you're going to be like topless in Sports Illustrated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. It's like, well, God loves nipple too. No. It's like, <laughs> I think it does. But, there, but, but, you know, something that my mother always taught me is um, you should be the same person in church that you are That's in great. the world. And I have never conformed or changed who I was from church to world, world to church. And my pastor follows me on Instagram. He's like, I do the dab- <laughs> double tap love. He's I like, like, praise this. the Lord. <laughs> We're actually having this <laughs> So my very first job um, was was actually, well, okay. So my very first job, my mom and I prayed and we were like, thank you, God, for this opportunity. Like, if this is the only job I ever get, you know, thank you. And we walk in and they're like, okay, so here's what you're wearing. And it was a see-through bra. And mind you, I'm 12 years old. I'm 5'9". I'm already like a size 10, 12, Mm -hmm. uber curvy. (laughs) And my mom is like... Well, okay then. And my mother had never stopped me from doing anything or uh, felt alerted. And she didn't feel alerted in the situation because she was led by a feeling that this was okay. And so that's how I go into every job. Every job is a feeling. Mm-hmm. And I have been in situations where I've said no because I felt like I was putting myself out there too much. But I've also said yes because I know the difference between art and porn or you know, embracing who I am. I am and showing young girls that you can be um, sexy and confident and mm-hmm. and have a body shape like like your own versus just showing it off and having it all hang out for no reason. Right. So um, so my faith has been a big part of my job and I have everything has really been it's been a feeling and I've been led by the Holy Spirit. So that's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Darcel's heard me talk about this way too much. I, I love so it. That's, no, but it's a really good it. question, Lorena. All right, let's go to the next one. Hi, Ashley. Um, I'm actually sending you this from Egypt. Um, I'm up for a really important job interview, and I'm kind of really nervous about it. Uh, like I, When I read the job description, I felt like I could do it, but now that I passed through first level and I have like the second interview and it's a panel interview, I'm really nervous that maybe like I'm not really right for the job. I'm kind of really scared about it. I feel like... I don't know, like, what they what they thought that I could do, but for some reason I passed. I'm usually very used to getting rejected in interviews. Um, do you have any advice for me on how to make this happen? Because if I get this job, it'll be such a huge, like, step up for me. I've been working really hard, like, in my current job, but I really want to move up. And 
I'm just really scared that like what if I can't what if I disappoint or what if I don't do like I don't impress them in the interview okay so have you ever had a job that you didn't get Uh uh-oh that's a great question I'm like wait have I I feel like I have but I just like keep it moving. Exactly. Yeah. I've had jobs that I didn't get and I, I put so much pressure on myself. Yeah. And I was like, if I don't get this, I'm going to fail. If I don't get this, it's not going to take me to the next level. And sure enough, oh, I yeah. didn't get those jobs mm-hmm. and I still got to the next level. Hello. So first of all, good um, now. I know, but like, honestly, Sam, I want you to take the pressure off of yourself because even if you don't get this job, you're going to be okay um, because there's always going to be another job and there's going to be another interview and there's going to be another opportunity. And there was a cover that I was supposed to be on. It was Italian Vogue Mm -hmm. and um, I was on hold and the night before, and it was three other brunettes that were supposed to be on this cover as well. The night before I was the, it was four of us. I was the the fourth one that got released. And this cover came out six months later and it changed the industry in a way that, because there'd never been curvy mm-hmm. models on the cover of Italian and Vogue. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, my career is over. Like there's there's nothing worth right. living for anymore. Seriously, like uh-huh. I, I right, got really you upset. Like that. You yes, know? yes. And I had to remind myself because I didn't get the job, it wasn't mine. And if you remember... And you remind yourself, if you don't get the job, it's not yours. It's going to help you like be less anxious and nervous mm-hmm. walking into this. And I feel like the less anxious and nervous you are walking into this job interview, the more you're going to slay. Because it's kind of like, no, first of all, fake it till you make it. Because that's something that, I mean, I'm faking it till I make it in every situation. Aren't you faking it? Listen. If I didn't fake it the entire time I've been working for you. No, 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 no. I can't even tell you how many times I've asked ourselves to do something that I didn't even know how to do. And I don't know how to do it either. And she just goes and she figures it out. Which which goes to your, you know, the job description. You're going to figure it out. Like if you get, and if you get it, hopefully you do because you really want it. You will figure it out. If you don't get it, it's not meant to be if it's not yours. Yeah. Everything happens for a but reason. But I have to but say, you're going to get it. Be confident and yeah. know that it is yours. And you got the callback for a reason. Yep. Just saying. All right, Carly. Hey, Ashley, this is Carly. So first of all, just thank you for being such an inspiration to so many women. You're a freaking rock star. Uh, my question is, do you feel like as a curvy model, you're still pressured to fit into a certain body type? I remember listening to your answer about preparing for an event such as the Met Gala. And part of your answer was that you work out a lot like weeks prior to an event. And so as someone who's personally working towards body positivity and, you know, against diet culture and all that, I was wondering if that comment meant you changing your body physically was part of your preparation or if that was more a comment towards what exercising does for your mind. Um, Thanks so much. And I can't wait to hear the next episode. That's a good question because I think that a lot of people um, get confused. They get confused. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Carly. Um, People think that working out sometimes equates to wanting to lose weight. And I've had so much backlash of like certain angles or photos taken of me or dresses that either make me look big or they make me look small. And God She's forbid the same. She, God forbid she gains 20 pounds. God forbid she loses 20 pounds. Right. First of all, like it's none of nobody's business. But Carly, you asked about, do I feel like I'm still have to conform to a certain body standard? 
I don't. For me, going to the gym isn't about losing weight. It's about um, gaining not only confidence, but there's a mental stability that I get through it. And I feel kind of like this euphoria. And your body, your brain is releasing endorphins when you work out. And you probably already know this, but you just feel better when you leave the gym. Mm -hmm. You hate going, you love when you leave. And, um, and the thing about the Met and, and big events like that is you're being, um, yes, you're, you're totally, you're, it's a 360 of judgment. You've got cameras on every single angle. Everybody there looks incredible. I'm not trying to fit into any kind of standard that people imagine me to fit into, but what I am trying to do is just feel my best because mm-hmm. there is cameras, because I don't want to have to think about like, oh God, I don't want him to get me from that angle. It's really, truly about just mentally feeling great. Yeah. And firming up a little bit. <laughs> Thanks, Carly. <laughs> All right, let's talk to Sarah. Hi, Ashley. This is Sarah. I'm so grateful for your podcast. We needed something like this for a long time, so I'm really happy that you're doing it. I've loved every episode so far. Um, I'm calling specifically because I thought it was really cool that you and Kim spoke at length about religion, and I feel like we don't hear that a lot um, in mainstream culture. And Um, I started using the Bible app you recommended, and I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more about your faith and any other tips you have, um, like that cool app of um, sort of how to integrate your faith into your daily life. Thank you, and keep up the great work. Hey, Sarah, that's awesome. So so honest, something that I've done, especially in the last five years, and like with people like Darcel, who mm-hmm. um, who are curious, because she, right. she's curious about faith, Yes, um, is I just unapologetically talk about my faith. I mm-hmm. unapologetically talk about my relationship with God. I unapologetically talk about the church and things that I love about it, things that I don't love about it. And I think that that as a believer, as a Christian is like what you really should be doing, but also some in some situations, all you can do. Because I'm not trying to like throw it down your throat. Yeah, no. Throw you it down your throat. Do. I'm not trying to push any. No. I'm not trying to push any. I'm not trying to, <clears throat> I don't have an agenda. So I just, I like to just give my, like my experiences. And I think that that's all you can do. But um, something also that my husband and I do is we go through that Blue Letter Bible app and we will take it verse by verse and just literally like talk about it line by line. So that's how we study the Bible. So if you want to do that, Sarah. All right, let's talk to Michelle. Hi, Ashley. My name is Michelle. I just wanted to say thank you to you and ourselves for creating this platform. I've really enjoyed it so far, and I think many can agree with me on that. Um, I did want to ask you both, what are some ways that you both uh, find to help decompress after a stressful day or just you know any situation that kind of bogs you down? Um, what are What are ways that you both use to kind of hit that reset button to have a fresh start again? Thank you. Love you guys. Michelle. That's such a good question. Yes. Wait, I am really curious what Darcel's reset button is because all she does is work, work, work. She is a workhorse. What's a re- what does that mean? What does no, reset mean? You don't have one, no. do you? No, no, no. Literally, I mean, it's kind of sad because like, I haven't worked out in like six months. Totally normal. Um, but <laughs> it, it's just, I mean, I, sh- I should be doing that. I shouldn't be announcing that. Anyway, I will literally like drink wine and watch trash reality TV. But I'll watch Wait, trash what's your favorite trash TV? Oh, Real Housewives. Okay, Forever. Got it. So that's a good reset. 
But something that happened to me yesterday, actually, and I'm so glad you asked this question, Michelle, because it, this literally happened to me yesterday. I ha- I was so grumpy. Darcel's never rude back. I could be so rude. And she's like, okay, 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 exclamation <laughs> point. And I was like, I'm taking a nap. Okay, don't talk to me. Like, I didn't say don't, <laughs> don't talk to no. me, but I felt like that. Listen, I understand. So last night I was going to bed and I was, I was Justin and I were cuddling in bed and I was just like, oh, I'm in such a bad mood. And he's like, well, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I literally have nothing to be in a bad mood about. Absolutely nothing. I right. think I'm just tired because I've been traveling a lot. And I've yes. literally been nonstop, nonstop, which is also great. So Justin's like, okay, so we need to reset. And I was like, you're right. And so <sighs> yeah. our reset ended up being we went back and forth and started saying things that we were grateful for. It sounds so cheesy, but it really it was my reset and we and like I started off with like okay, fine. I'm grateful for my health. And and but <gasps> Which we you don't think granted. about it. Yeah. You take for granted. Mm-hmm. And then and then he was like, "What kind of health are you grateful for?" And I was like, "Well, I'm grateful that my sciatic nerve doesn't hurt cuz my sciatic nerve always hurts." And so I I have to say like then it just kind of spiraled into bigger things, bigger things, bigger things. And I went to bed in such a good mood. I woke up in such a great mood. And I have to say, that's the perfect reset. It's the perfect reset. All right, Michelle. Thank you. All right, guys. That's a wrap on the after show. I can't believe it's over. I feel like that just went by so fast. It was like two minutes. Thank you so much for everybody who left a voice message on the Anchor app. And thank you so much for leaving um, questions on Instagram and Twitter. I hope that you guys enjoyed this after show as much as we did. Always. Darcel, I love you. Thank you for always being here. I love you And more. thank you. You are bold. You are brilliant. You are beautiful. And Darcy, Linda, and I love you. Mwah, mwah. Mwah.